Hello and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Wizards podcast. Ben standing here at the Verizon Center. I did go home after the Wizards game against Boston, but I came back because I was covering the Georgetown game, which has now ended. The Hoyas did win, for those of you who care about that. Uh, like Otto Porter? Yeah. If uh, what, 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 what do you think the odds are that Otto Porter listens to the Locked on Wizards podcast? We know that Marching Gortat has, so we're, we're big fans of that. What do you think the odds are that Otto Porter listens? I think it's low, but I think it would go up if you told him that you'd start talking maybe about like FIFA soccer. I know he's a big, he's a big gamer. So what if we like broke down like the the restaurants like Sykeston, Missouri? That I think would definitely definitely get his um, his uh, viewership. All right. Well, maybe we'll get Otto on for an Ozarks uh, guide. You know, guide to the Ozarks. Uh, since I didn't introduce him, that is uh, Bobby Bancroft. You know him from Casual Hoya. You know him from Twitter at Bobby Bancroft. You know him from um, just general mayhem in town for the most part. Um, also, if you guys are big fans of high school punters, one of the best that the area has produced in many uh, many a decade. Is that right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're here, and I, I got to do a Wizards podcast, so I corralled Bobby because he covers the Wizards as well, and he watches games, and we talk about this stuff a lot. Um, Be there twice next week? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so we're doing this Wednesday night, Thursday morning. By the time we do our next podcast, the, the, the All-Star Reserves will have been announced right. in the Eastern Conference. Um, I did a podcast with uh, Kyle Weedai from truthaboutit.net a few days ago right, about the idea of, the of you know, is John Wall going to get in, this, that, and the other. And we both said, yeah, of course he's going to get in. But that said, I did allow for the possibility to say, hey, if the East, if the coaches only vote in five guards – and it seems realistic to think that Isaiah Thomas and Kyle Lowry would be probably ahead of Wall simply just based on where their teams are in the standings. Then the question would be who's the fifth. And while I think Wall would get it, Kemba Walker has a lot of supporters. In fact, the TNT group the other day, all four of them picked both Wall and Kemba Walker. All of them did. Over who? To get in. No, but they took six guards. Okay. But my only point would be, so if they went for five, a slight chance hypothetically that maybe some somehow it breaks down that Walker gets in. Over wall. Okay, that was a few days ago. <laughs> I don't think that's happening now. I, I mean, not 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 that not that the world has changed in the last few days. And I, some of these coaches probably voted several days back. So at this point, hopefully, is, better than the players voted. Oh yeah, hopefully some of the players <laughs> didn't vote for guys. Like no offense to Danielle House from the Wizards, who's played like five seconds this year. He got a vote or two. I saw. It's crazy. So I'm assuming the coaches are a little more realistic. So ultimately, none of this of what's happened in the last week may have mattered. The coaches may have all voted, uh, you know, a week or so ago. But that said, if anybody who was waiting to the last minute, John Wall's performance of late, we've ended that debate. He's getting in. I think Walker probably gets in, too. But either way, John Wall gets in. People have heard me talk about him as somebody who's, who's watched the Wizards play over the years and seen Wall develop. What, 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 what have you seen out of him? What, what, what stood out to you? I, I just think, you know, he's, him and Beal obviously are playing. They're playing together more than we've seen. And it's hard. You know, for the Eastern Conference, he's – He's absolutely one of the best players right now. I don't know how you would argue against that. Uh, he's the one guy, if you took off, you know, I don't want to go crazy and talk about MVP, but the way I always view MVP is what happens if this team lost this guy? And if the Wizards lost that guy, you know, they're within shouting distance of the, thir- the three seed right now. They would be, you know, basically touching the bottom, in my opinion. So that just kind of shows you what his worth is to this team. And, you know, he's, he's, he's getting to the hoop more this year. Um, 
he's 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 just one of the best players in the NBA. So um, you mentioned the MVP thing. I, I'm not going to go delusional and suggest right. he's going to because you know until LeBron retires, sure, he's going to be above everybody else with, with Curry and Durant and James Harden and Westbrook this year. So uh, probably some form of LeBron, although he's the way he's whining these days, I wouldn't vote for him. But some combination <laughs> just of normal January complaining. Oh, good lord. Anyway, LeBron, Westbrook, Harden, Durant. That's probably your. You're, you're, Mainstream, yeah. One of those guys again. All that said, I, I was somewhat like just stunned in talking on the podcast last night with Todd Dibus, which I, of course I should mention. You can find all the podcasts on iTunes or Audio Boom or anywhere else you do your uh, podcasting. And of course, if you follow us on Twitter at Locked On Wizards or me at Ben Standing, you will see all the links there as well. Uh, but I was like looking at it. We've gotten to the point. They are now. They've won so much that they're, they're up the fifth seed. They could be all, almost a four by. I, don't, I actually didn't look to see what Atlanta and Indiana did today, but they could almost be the on the verge of being the four seed. They were only going into today three games out of the two seed. Now, if I tell you that the Wizards get that far, get to the two seed by the end of the year, I'm not saying that's happening. The, the, There's still concerns about the bench, yada, yada, yada. Atlanta won tonight. Okay, so the Wizards are still, I guess, what, game. Well, a game and a half, I guess, back of them. But either way, if the Wizards were to somehow get up to that two spot by the end of the year, I mean, again, nobody, if we go say for the next level MVP, the MVP who's not LeBron, Harden, Westbrook, or Durant, I think John Wall would have to get some like consideration for being the fifth, sixth guy on a ballot at that point because of like what you just said. I mean, all credit to to Beal, the start, to Bradley Beal. The starting lineup has been really good. Otto Porter is way up there in three-point shooting. Gortat, Morris, all that. But Wall is the straw that stirs the drink. And There's a reason Otto is shooting so well from three. He's getting a lot of good looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying, hypothetically, you know, in the NBA, it is like to, to, if you've come in like fifth in the MVP voting, that would be like a big deal considering the mainstays up there. And I... Again. When's the last time someone of the Wizards was in the top ten MVP voting? I mean, I, I got to think one of those one of those years Gilbert, Gilbert was probably up there. I don't think Antoine Jameson was never that kind of a guy. He averaged like twenty eight. Yeah, I mean, when he was making you know fifty scoring fifty against the Lakers and hitting right. buzzer beaters. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, obviously that's a whole other level of of uh, of delusion. Um, but so, going back to the point, as an All Star, it seems like this guy is absolutely positively an NBA All Star. Um, so. Before and after the game last night, Boston coach Brad Stevens and talking about the Celtics or talking about the Wizards, I should say, he 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 mentioned a couple times that Wall and Beal should both be considered for the All Stars. I don't think anybody thinks Bradley Beal is going to get in, and obviously, to some degree, Brad Stevens is saying some reasonable things. But I, I've you know I've been doing this job for a while, and you listen to enough of these coaches talk, and some things they say is coach speak, but sometimes you have to take them at their word. And he, a guy who's obviously you know one of the brighter coaches in the league considers that Bradley Beal should be an all-star. I also saw that, or should be in consideration. I also saw, saw Mark Stein with ESPN the other day uh, before the starters were announced. He revealed his, I don't know if it was his actual ballot. I guess it, I guess I he votes. That. And he had Bradley Beal as just missed. Right. So Along with like five or six. Seven yeah, he had like five guys and, and Beal was one of them. Oh, well, for the East. I mean, you right, know, just yeah. one of these. And, I, and you know, he, he, he just went from having, going 0 for 20 from three to just blowing up last night in the fourth quarter, but the whole game really, I guess, against Boston. Um, so I'm not saying anything that's like that crazy. Obviously, they have two guards who are really good, but when you, you know, there's not too many teams in the league that are, well, 
there's a few teams in the league, but not but there's not too many that have two guys who are in that level of consideration. And you look at Beal had um you know, maybe early in the season hadn't hadn't missed a couple games and or you know, a couple things had gone another way. You know, maybe the Wizards have two guys in the all star game, which um you know at the end of the day, that's that that is what's supposed to happen. I think they're living up, meet, meeting. They're showing, they're reaching their potential. They have way more to go, but the two of them are reaching their potential this year, and that's why this team, I think, is where they're at. Have you heard the backtracking from one of the more famous DC area sports personalities on John Wall? Who is that? Kornheiser. Kornheiser. It's I both haven't... on the podcast and on PTI has been admitting. You know, very openly, I was wrong on this. I was saying, I mean, he was, I mean, really crazy, like, trade him early on when they were, you know, two and eight or whatever. Well, I, I mean, everybody remembers Feinstein saying trade him for getting Brandon Kendall Marshall. Yeah, Feinstein's just too in love with college basketball to really have a, you know, it's really hard to take what he says seriously about the NBA. I mean, he just, he loves Kendall, he, he, he loves him, the college player, which, you know, I get. Well, and, you know, one, one thing that I, I, I recognize Again, having now done this a lot, and I, I remember that I, I came up to this a, a realization during the Kirk Cousins RG3 swap with the Redskins when it went from they made the call to Cousins. And the people locally, the people who watch this on a day to day basis, were all like, yes, this has to happen. The people nationally were like, are you kidding? This right. is insane. This guy throws nothing but picks. RG3 was a big hero. Heisman. Why, why would you do that? He was a rookie, you know, rookie of the year, whatever. Yeah. Because they weren't watching. They were looking at it from a 30,000-foot level. And I've said before on this podcast many times that I think even people who live here typically look at the Wizards, Wizards from that 30,000-foot view. So they see all they see of John Wall is that the outburst, the dancing, the Dougie. Uh, you know, maybe it's the missed shot at the end of a game. Like They see the highlights, but they see the negative. But now... The Cowboys jersey. <laughs> right, the Cowboys jersey. <laughs> but, like, it's something I tweeted last night in the game when he made another, another game where he makes three or four just ridiculously good plays. But now there haven't been as many of those eye-rolling plays. We're like, dude, what what is that? Right. He's he's kept himself in, in in check. And when you're winning, they've, what, I think won 9 of 11 now. They've gone from 3 and 9 to, what are they, 25 and 20? 20. Um, it's harder. <laughs> when you watch him play, whether it's the highlights or... Even if it is just the highlights, there's not as much negative. And I think if so now, even if you have the thirty thousand foot view, it's becoming harder to see the negative because you're putting the positive stuff on TV. There's no spin when you're winning the games. And I think maybe to the point of Kornheiser and others, that's what's finally happening. They're looking either they're looking at it closer, or the information that they're getting is of a player who is making all the plays. Yeah, and I think also I think he's just generally stuck in a. This era that you know the wizards or the bullets are always bad. Well, always nine and twenty. Right. That's he's, the running he's, joke. He's he's, he, you know, everyone sort of shows your age at some point. You, you always wear the same. You're stuck with like your style, and his style of the wizards is that of just you know not good. And and I, and look, he and he's not the only one in, in that one. I mean, you know, I've I've now I don't know how many. I should keep look and see how many podcasts we've done now. Certainly, there were a bunch early in the year. I was like, oh boy, this is not going well. And I definitely said it a couple times. I don't know how this, based on this personnel, how they're going to get this fixed. Right. I still don't quite know if this is sustainable. But again, part of it is I need to look up this stat. If somebody uh, wants to look this up, HTK, if you're listening, maybe you want to look this up. How many games in a row have Wall and Beal played now? And what is the longest streak they had played together in a row before this? Because it can't have been too many. Beal was always out, like every ten minutes. It felt like, and Wall had his own injuries at times. How many times sustainable? This is—I don't even know what this is. Twenty more than twenty games in a row that they've been playing together. 
And Wall probably wasn't even supposed to be at this level. I mean, weren't they supposed to ease him in way slower? Wasn't that... Well, they did at the beginning. He wasn't playing in, the se- in, in one half of a back-to-back. But that didn't and, last very long. Uh, yeah, about a month, give okay. or take. Um, but no, he, he last I looked, he was still top 10 in the NBA in minutes. So he's still been playing a lot. What, For a guy what, recovering, or <laughs> that's at least had certain, you know... Right. And, and, and you know, they've now won... They've now had two back-to-backs in the last week or so. They've won all those games. And my, the issue I had earlier in the year, even just earlier this month, was the starters were playing too many minutes because the bench was no good. They so, have to. So then when they would go to the second game of the back-to-back, I'm like, well, yeah, he's, you just played them 40 minutes the night before. What's going to happen here? And sure enough, they had late fades against Houston, and, or at least certainly against Dallas, I think against Houston too. Well, now they've got, they've got a guard back. I mean, Sadoransky's playing... Well, and also, I mean, just even like you know, he he he's figured out something of a rotation. Jason Smith has given him better minutes of, of, of late. Kelly Oubre, you know, he's still got some rough patches, but he's been better. Trey Burke, he, maybe he's only playing ten or twelve minutes, but what he does, he's doing at a pretty decent uh, decent level, and he's been able to taper off some of the starters' minutes a little bit. So when they do have the second game, they're not playing. Uh, you know, they're not just completely worn out by the time the second half of that second game starts. Right. I just. It's just a lot. It is just a lot. Um, you are listening to the Locked On Wizards podcast. Ben standing with Bobby Bancroft. Uh, we could pretty much wrap up here in a second. I uh, the Wizards are not back in action until uh, Friday. Man, I, I is my, that Atlanta? I think so. Honestly, my brain is fried right now. Can you look it up on your phone? I think that's right, but uh, you know, I'm pretty sure they play Atlanta next because. They have a chance to... By the way, while you're doing that, let me just do... Uh, they play Atlanta I, on Friday at 8. Okay, so obviously, you know, that, that's going to be a big game for the standings. Um, we'll, we'll wrap up here in a sec, but before I forget, uh, you guys have been really cool of late in particular, but all throughout this whole podcast about uh, showing support for the podcast and a complete random... Less about the podcast, more about me. <laughs> uh, shout out from Mike Wise today on Twitter. Uh, who a guy who I know from the years of covering sports, but I mean, we don't hang out that much. And I see him like two or three times a year at most of games. He was really nice to me today on Twitter. So Mike Wise, if somehow this gets back to you, many thanks for that. And to the rest of you who've been, who sort of fed off of that and said some good things about the podcast or me or I whatever. said good things. I tweeted on top of the Mike Wise. Did you? Begrudgingly, it was tough. But I was like, you know. Oh, wow. I did not notice that's that. Kind of, that's, a, that's a big time shout out. I think. I could not agree more. What, 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 what did you think of my... I saw it. I'm just like, Wow. Like, damn! I can't even make a, I can't even make a joke about this. I'm just have to be, you know. Well, I made sincere. A, but I made a joke. What did yeah, you I know. My, was my joke too much? <laughs> I was like, do I take this like, do I take it for real, or do I like make it like make it correct? I feel like that was kind of like, wow, man. I, I'm not sure how how big he is into Twitter. I don't see him get retweeted a lot. But it was kind of funny your response, assuming he's on that wavelength. Well, I mean, he seems like. It'd be I mean, funny if you said it to me. Yeah. No, I mean, it, he he. I I I believe that Mike is a. Uh, is a is a man of humor and sarcasm and would appreciate the sort of that. I mean, he doesn't follow me on Twitter even, which is even funnier about this whole thing. I, why I anyway, no, enough about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the Wizards uh, uh, against the Hawks. Uh, Atlanta, they got rid of Kyle Korver, but they're still, obviously, still uh, right up there among the top teams in the East. Paul Millsap, always a tough matchup for anybody. Uh, Dennis Schroeder has been a problem at times against the Wizards, but typically coming off the bench now, he's the lead point guard against Wall, and Wall's obviously been eating up just about everybody these days. So that'll be interesting for sure. Atlanta's got a lot of uh, guys on the wing who can get at it, and the Wizards 
obviously with Otto and Beal, that they've got some pretty high options there as well. And you, you're coming to which games? I'll be next week, Tuesday, Thursday. I believe it's Knicks Lakers in that order. <laughs> that sounds like a Knicks Lakers. If I said, "Hey, that's Knicks. big time, right?" Like, Look at the Knicks and the Lakers games. And it's like ah, uh, not that great. I, I tell you what, a couple is 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 uh, Melo going to be on the Knicks when he comes here? I, I mean, there was the, the the rumor that the they wanted to switch for love and the Cavs aren't interested. Well, I wouldn't be if I was Cleveland. Screw that. I mean, why why you can't mess with chemistry at this point? Even if I get the love that Carmelo would probably fall in line to some degree behind LeBron, but. You he know, plays his best in the Olympics. Wouldn't this just sort of be... I mean, yes, but I mean, to the point, I guess it would be insane to have them both, but to the point of, even if LeBron's complaining at the moment, Cleveland is clearly the class. That he's, by the way, just true confession, pregame, the last game against Boston, pregame, I often go into the Wizards locker room, check out the scene, and the Wizards didn't do shoot around that game, and obviously we wanted to see the all-black thing. So. Right. So I'm hanging out in there, and I was talking to a couple people about LeBron, about his comments. And I'm like, oh, seriously, come on. Can you just stop, dude? I mean, bottom line is, you guys are going to win the East anyway. And then I realized where I was in the Wizards locker room. In the East. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, all right, let me re- pull that back a little bit and just say they are the favorite. Yes. Because <laughs> I think, like, a couple of players, like, were at someone in earshot. I was like, uh, anyway. All right, so enough rambling. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll call it a day there. Back for another podcast tomorrow. Thank you to Bobby for uh, staying here late night, even though he's got major obligations to go home to. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Again, you can hear all the podcasts at Locked On or at Locked On Wizards is Twitter. Find us on iTunes, Locked On Wizards, and you know also you can check out the whole Locked On uh, podcast network. Every NBA team, I believe, has one of these. So if you want to know more about what's going on in Atlanta, check out the Hawks version. I met the guy who does the Celtics version the other day. Uh, he, he was down here he covering. Traveled? Yeah, he covers uh, for uh, one of the one of the outlets in Boston. Oh, double dipping. So I mean, I mean that's one of the actual things about the network that I that I like. I mean, there's a lot of guys on there who are legitimate people in the NBA world. It's not just uh, random you know guys who they had to plug and play to get somebody done. They have a lot of guys who know their stuff, and that's what makes the uh, network I think to me uh, really exciting to be a part of. Uh, all right, until next time, Ben Standing here with Bobby Bancroft. See you. Deal gets open for three. Dagger! Long drive, long balance shot. Dagger!